0: But one hour and 45 minutes into their journey, the flight's leader, Lieutenant Charles Taylor, radioed the control tower alerting them that something was dreadfully wrong. Taylor reported that all three of his compasses had malfunctioned. He said, We don't know which way is west. Everything is wrong. Even the ocean doesn't look as it should. Flying over the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean in what's now called the Bermuda Triangle, Flight 19 was never seen again. Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Joshua, and the Illuma mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, the Bermuda Triangle. Let us go on a little vacation, pod family. Ooh. I like what should I pack? I don't know, but <laughs> whatever you need. Ooh. I hear a steel drum. Mmm. That's what we needed. We're off to the Florida Keys. And I'm not talking the Jamaican rectangle Yum, the Bahama on. trapezoid. Not mercy. The Key Largo square. Mm. Mm, pie. I'm talking Bermuda Triangle. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. You're on a cruise. The waiter comes up. He asks, What are you drinking? What do you order?
1: Uh, I need me a Bud Light. Oh, get off this boat. <laughs> if, if I'm on a cruise, you know what? I'm, I'm probably going to go with a uh, a rum and coke. Mm. Good choice.
2: Good choice. That's Ryan's choice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Spoiler, have- <laughs> Spoiler
2: alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert.
3: I would have to say if I'm on a cruise is it all expenses paid yes okay anything if it's an- you want okay if it's all expenses paid i'm definitely going with a pina colada full out with the maraschino cherries and the little umbrella because mm. mm. that seems like cruise
2: drinks I, I love the dutch question is it all expenses paid <laughs> <laughs> if not i got coupons right exactly
3: <laughs> Well, because, you know, those fancy drinks cost a little they bit do. more. Otherwise, I would probably just, you know,
2: get a shot of something and bring my own cranberry juice from home. Get little airplane bottles you're dumping in. Yep. <laughs> Larry? I'm going with a Bahama
0: Mama. Ooh, oh, well done. Yeah, thank you. Let's see. I'm I'm probably hungover already because I probably drank <laughs> to calm the nerves of having to get on a boat that I'm floating on and being trapped with a bunch of people. It <laughs> a disease
2: trap, those things. Yeah, it seems yeah. like.
0: Well, I think I'm getting a White Russian. Mm, really? Ooh, yum! I do I like interesting. Those. Yeah. Nice. and I'm going to say, don't go easy on the vodka on that one. <laughs> I can take it. I was a sailor. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's a little bit of confession time before we delve into this topic. See, has anyone ever thought maybe like a cryptid or a conspiracy that we covered was just outright boring? Like, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Like unsolved mysteries like Dilatov Pass creep me out, The Mothman, Black Eyed Children creep me out, Project Pegasus and the Mandela Effect are both super cool and interesting, but man. Bigfoot always seemed boring to me. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. my confession corner. Yep, I just thought it was a hippie.
3: Is confession corner is that like next to the cryptid corner? Like a where in relation?
0: It's opposite. Is course. it kitty, the opposite? It's kitty it the kitty corner? Yeah, yeah I kind of figured. It's kind of where they the parents spank the kid and they throw. <laughs> Good
1: lord! <laughs> the,
3: the confession corners, yeah. the closet under the stairs. <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: where they kept Harry Potter. Yep. Only yeah. in
1: the Catholic schools, though. Mm, don't. Don't bring Don't me bring back that there. Out. Like I said, <laughs>
0: double confession. Today's subject was one of those things that I thought was boring. Mhm. Oh, no. I'm on vacation. It's haunted. I'm scared. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Well, it wasn't until I started researching it. Because holy fucking shit, Batman. Pull the Thunderbird over. Scale 1 to 10. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to have it. You need it. Is the idea of the Bermuda Triangle scary to you? From what you've known, from what you've
1: heard about it. Josh, this is something I've known about for many years. And so even though I don't get down there because of that, it's like a 1. But the idea of what it is. Oh, man, that's like an eight or nine. I mean, you're in the freaking ocean if your ship just kind of goes down and I, I I don't know how to swim. I can swim, but not well. But there's sharks and shit. Right. No, thanks. And shark mm.
2: shit. Yeah, yeah that too. Yeah. Um, you ever seen a turd come out of a
0: fish? It's really... Yeah, neat. it's so
3: crazy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like this perfectly it kinda, square... It shoots like a Nerf gun. It's just <laughs> a Nerf gun underwater.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Well, Interesting visual. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and give this one maybe like a four. I don't know. Right I don't know too much about it except for that it's a place where boats go to disappear. <laughs> Right. So that's or like planes. the ex- or planes. Yeah, that's about the extent of my knowledge. And yeah, like Josh said, there's like zero chance that we're ever going to be, be able to afford to take a cruise down there. Um, so I think we're pretty safe up here in Michigan unless mm-hmm. there's like a triangle. <gasps> dun, dun,
0: dun. Side note. Wow. Side note. The mar- the, if the, Josh the- is smart, he'll take you to Mexico at least. Just saying. You know. All expense paid. Exactly.
4: Thank you. <laughs> Larry? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, the idea of your
2: ship just disappearing—I
0: mean, that's scary. Like you—you've you, you, been just, on open water before, and just fishing, I would assume. Yes, I fished, of course. Yeah, but just imagine just, like waves. I'm things. not a strong swimmer.
2: I, I know. You look at my body type, and you're thinking he's athletic. <laughs> I thought you Michael it's Phelps. like the next Michael Phelps. Well, dude,
0: even, you showed oh. up, and I was like, he just came from a racquetball court. Yeah. And his wife just <laughs> was doing gymnastics with those day. short shorts. The, the yeah. nut hanging out. Yep. I know. I was like, "You, you might want
2: to pull Talk that, that back in." That's on the, purpose. The cat's gonna. That's my the, cleavage.
0: The Cat's gonna bite <laughs> on those hairs. Sorry. Hey, is that
2: man showing a little sack? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Looks like extra elbow skin.
0: So, what, <laughs> what number did you give this? I'm going to give this an an eight. Right on. So we got an eight, nine, a four, and eight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a 10. Wow. Wow! I don't give a 10 lightly. No. <laughs> True story. I that was musical. I <laughs> have really wicked anxiety. So the idea of, and this is the thing, whenever we deal with a cryptid that I half-heartedly have to kind of go and say, oh, I believe in the fucking Mothman or I believe in the Leprechaun. Um. Shit. Sure. <laughs> Not this episode, sir. No. <laughs> and he walks off. <laughs> um, I have to put my feet into the idea of the actual conspiracy slash cryptid that we were covering on the show. If I was in a plane and I knew it was flying over the Bermuda Triangle after doing the research and finding all this stuff online, I would be scared shitless. I would I would be and I'm already anxious as it is, so being on a plane is not fun for me. Mm-hmm. You really you get you Oh get, yeah. yeah, oh yeah on planes. A long flight, mm, not mm, my that's no. like that's that's I, I can't even sleep. That's
2: not your cup of rum rum and coke.
0: Well, if I was to get blackout drunk, maybe I could sleep it off. I know a lot of guys that drink when they're on flights just to calm that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's just I can't control a plane. It's under somebody else's control, and if the weather is bad, that's mm-hmm. even worse. Because I know mm-hmm. clouds are like not good for f- pilots. I have a, my brother-in-law is a pilot, so oh really? Yeah, and
2: yeah, we, I, it's the takeoff and landing for me. Once we're up, I'm cool.
0: Takeoff and landing mm-hmm. don't bother me. It's it's. The so flo- you and I it's, together it's the floating in the. It's the floating in the air and then the bouncing and the, the turbulence. Air, <laughs> all of a sudden, the 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 uh, seatbelt. Oh on. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. That means he's had to grab control of the wheel and, and, and things are bouncy. Oh, no. Oh, jiggly guts. Somebody get me a triple shot of do- doers or whatever whatever whiskey or rum they have. Anyway, so that's why I have to give it a 10. But that's my thing. Um, I want to say before we start, my resources for this episode are the first thing that I Googled in YouTube, I found this really great documentary called the uh, National Geographic Documentary Drain the Bermuda Triangle. Hashtag drain the the Bermuda Triangle. Wow. But that's what I saw. And I was just like, wow, that's interesting. So... Oh, wait. Wrong country. (laughs) So, does anybody know what vile vortices are? Wow. Vortices. Do you know what they are? Vortex. Vile vortices. vortices. Is that a Norwegian black metal band? Vile vortices. It should be. I'm saying it correctly okay. because I don't want to get marked anymore.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so according to paranormalencyclopedia.com, by definition, the vile vortices would be miserable whirlers, but actually, they are 12 vertex points on a planetary grid. Originally plotted by Ivan T. Sanderson, a naturalist and paranormal investigator, Sanderson first coined the term vile vortices in his article, The Twelve Devil's Graveyards Around the World. The best-known vile vortices are the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. the Dragon's Triangle, the Devil's Sea, and the South Atlantic Anomaly. However, each of these 12 geographic areas is credited with instances of magnetic anomalies and other unexplained phenomena. I want to mention that on the website I used to suss out the info for this episode, they had an ad selling real lightsabers.
4: Oh, good What? Deal.
2: <laughs> Rob, no, Josh. I, I mean, don't think you're responsible enough. No. What the shit? shit right? Why is everything cut in half? I'd
1: cut my bread in half. Um it's- Pretty extreme,
3: and then the counter, and mm. then the pots and pans.
1: So we know you can tell me what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do with my lightsaber. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we know Ber-
0: the Bermuda Triangle is one of the vile vortices, and I want to mention first of all that the first documentation that anything was amiss in the area came from Christopher Columbus, which we mentioned during our mermaid. He's an yeah. upstanding
2: fella, right?
0: He reported. His compass was malfunctioning and there was a bolt of fire that fell Whoa. into the sea. He also reports a light on the horizon. So there was something strange to our Italian friend, Mr. Christopher Columbus, who we pray to every Christopher Columbus day.
2: Mm-hmm. Your cookout roasted e-u. emu. That's how I celebrate. <laughs> it's hard to get your hands on it, yeah. emu, though. Okay, so
0: anytime somebody says B- Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. I'm always curious, like, what are you talking about? Like, what? where is it? Is it Bermuda? Is it the island? Is it just a small little area, like the kid's swimming pool? Mm-hmm. Don't go in there? Don't let your kids in there? <laughs> well, actually, it's a lot bigger than we can imagine. Uh, it goes from Miami, Florida to San Juan, Puerto Rico and finally up to Bermuda. So it's this Triangle.
3: Hmm. Okay,
0: just so you know, geographically, yeah. that's what it is. Isosceles. So what? Th- acute. Uh, acute. Uh, ugly. Because you're kind of acute. No. <laughs> Love connections are happening. Yep. <laughs> okay, so the biggest the biggest case of the Bermuda Triangle being like fucked up is Flight 19. There was this Navy plane incident where five Grumman. Avenger Torpedo Bombers, these planes for, from World War II, disappeared over the Bermuda Triangle on December 5th, 1945, after losing contact during a United States Navy overwater navigation training flight. They were flying from the Naval Air Station in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Florida. All 14 airmen on the flight were lost, as were 13 crew members. Well, what was of- that we- Larry. Professor. <laughs> According to a psychiatrist <laughs> <laughs> oh. Frozen in time, Ryan Everything uh, you say I know, <sighs> I know, I know, I know, I know Fuck, this sucks <laughs> right. Before losing radio contact It's claimed the flight leader Lieutenant Charles Taylor Was heard saying We are entering white water Nothing seems right Now They're flying, okay so to hear from a the pilot them talking about water just creeps me out altogether because... You shouldn't be down there. Right. It shouldn't be that low. <laughs> no. So almost immediately afterwards, there was a further 13 crew members dispatched as a flying search party. Themselves vanished. So there was a, like, go save them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they That's go... effective. Right. Um... Neither group's remains were ever discovered, and the Bermuda Triangle legend was born. So this was the the genesis of it okay. was flight nineteen mm. from the Navy. Side note, and I heard this on last podcast on the left, and it made me chuckle. The leader lieutenant Charles, um, he was kind of like me in that he oh was boy. he was <laughs> shouldn't have been piloting that point. This was his fourth flight where he lost track of where they were. Oh, boy. <laughs> Kind of like a woman, eh? Always lose track of directions. Uh-huh.
1: Girl directions.
0: Hey, and I said that with a woman present, so it's okay. Well, yeah, two women present. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Hi, Aaron. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a 500-page um, a Navy board report on the incident that concluded the head pilot, Lieutenant Charles Taylor, could not be blamed because his magnetic compass had stopped working. Mm. And they could tell. Um Bermuda Triangle could also be an electric fog.
4: Oh,
2: that's electric a great fog. band name. Yeah.
0: It is. Actually, I'll write it that. sounds down.
3: straight out of the 70s. It does.
2: <laughs> like they opened up for Fog
0: Hat. <laughs> Which electric <laughs> fogs are 100 percent real. Hmm. Hmm. They look just like <laughs> they look just <laughs> like fogs to pilots, but are not. Okay, so there's an explanation for this. Now Normally I would just give you guys a bunch of like ideas of why the Bermuda Triangle is so fucking crazy mm-hmm. but I'm going to give you kind of the the real side thing because I think the side answer to why it is real because I think more often than not we kind of delve into the nutty and then mm-hmm. at the very end we pull back <laughs> and we go oh obviously this is fucking this is fucking <laughs> snickers bars crazy But this, the. the, the, Your units of measurement are odd.
2: I know. Please rank this from toilet paper to Snickers bar. All
0: right. I'm three butterfingers away from explaining this. So, (laughs) anyway, so Vertigo. Have you guys Mm -hmm. ever seen the famous Alfred Hitchcock film? No. No? Okay. Well, according to apoa.com which is like a pilot's site website uh vertigo is a false sense of movement causing confusion disorientation and eventually incapacitation according to the faa vertigo and spatial disorientation contribute to 15% of accidents typically at night or in an instrument meteorological conditions so lots of fog lots of rain lots of lots of ocean activity lots of things happening The U.S. Air Force investigated 633 crashes between 1980 and 1989 and referenced um, spatial disorientation in 13%. Non-instrument rated pilots have a life expectancy of less than three minutes in that um, instrument meteorological condition. Mm -hmm. So when things get shitty like that, Mm -hmm. the, the ratio is not good for pilots. Um positional sense in space occurs from combining visual and gravitational input. So a properly functioning inner ear, because that's where your balance is. Mm-hmm. Um and ooh, proprioception brain feedback from nerve receptors ever induced a dead arm. Have you ever induced a dead arm from lying on it?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you the stranger. You can't- <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Other than looking, you have no idea where it, where it is, right? That's the point. That oh, is, you know right where it is. That is the failure of <laughs> proprioception. Your inner ear plays a big role in vertigo. Inboard of your ears is a complex system of three semi, semicircular canals oriented in pitch, roll, and yaw planes. Specialized cells sense movement of fluid inside the tubes and transmit information to your brain. That's how theme park simulators trick you into believing you are upside down. Okay. Hmm. Or when a, uh, when aboard a stationary train and another train besides you starts to move, why it creates confusion in your brain. <laughs>
2: that happens when I'm backing out of parking spots. Or no, I'm actually parked.
0: Oh, yeah. I have it when, when, uh, mm-hmm. when someone's I'm, backing up and you, yeah. All right. Chewy, the the mascot of Beer City Media, just took a dive into the sink. (laughs) I scared him. He fell in. So William Shakespeare's play The Tempest, which some scholars claim was based on a real-life Bermuda shipwreck, may have enhanced the area's aura of mystery. Hmm. Nonetheless, reports of unexplained disappearance did not really capture the public's attention until the 20th century. An especially infamous tragedy occurred in March of 1918 when the USS Cyclops, a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 men and 10,000 tons of manganese ore on board, sank somewhere between Barbados and the Chesapeake Bay. The Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress call despite being equipped to do so, and an extensive search found no wreckage. Quote, only God in the sea knows what happened to the great ship, unquote said U.S. President Woodrow Wilson later. In 1941, two of the Cyclops' sister ships similarly vanished without a trace along nearly the same route. But then there's also the reefs. So this is something that not a lot of people know, but um, there's these things, and uh, they call them breakers. They're on the reef. They're like these outgrowths. they have these really intense sharp points mm. that can strike ships and easily on a calm day they're unseen because with big tall waves you can <laughs> kind of see what's underneath as mm-hmm. as they're breaking um mm. yeah the uh mary celestia was a ship that got tangled in the reef's knives which is what they call them they call them knives the, the, these these things literally pierce through metal like a can opener wow. Oh. so and it's especially uh, prominent in that whole area, which is why a lot of times when they get any close to, to a reef and then it's on a calm day, they're like, "Oop, we got too close. oop, <laughs> there goes our ship. Right. Um, but Ryan, what about the other crazy shit about Bermuda triangle? I know there's a lot more crazy shit than just fucking can opening reefs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. Well, let me tell you about like, uh, much of the four of us, this large body of water has gas. Hmm. Mm. Dr. Ben Clonnell leads you... Yep, there you go. <laughs> Dr. Ble- ben Clonnell. Those are great sound <laughs> effects. Oh. God. Everybody empty your bowels for a minute. Alright, we're good. Dr. <laughs> <laughs> That was the exclamation point on that. You asked for it, Ryan. Dr. Ben Clennell of Leeds University, England, is not the first to make note of the possibility of methane hydrates as a source for causing ships to disappear. (laughs) He has become identified with the theory which on September 21st, 1998, at the Festival of Earth Sciences at Cardiff, Wales, he proposed methane hydrates as the future of energy. As a part of his elaborate dissertation, he claimed that methane locked below the sea sediments in the Bermuda Triangle can explain the mysterious disappearances. He told how subterranean landslides can unlock the vast beds of methane hydrate. This would be disastrous. He told the audience because large amounts of methane would reduce the density.
4: I'm not even doing it. Uh, I
0: covered Josh's mic because I was... W- I- <laughs> Anyway. (laughs) Literally, my hands
1: are up. You can see him.
0: He told how subterranean landsides could Uh Okay, so he went on to explain how the highly combustible gas that was under the water could also ignite aircraft engines and blow them to pieces. Although I believe a certain percentage of flammable gas to air is required for the atmosphere to become combustible. So there's this big, kind of like gross, white Cum puddle of what gas it's all dead fishes that float to the bottom. No, I'm serious, I'm Mm -hmm. not even joking. Like, there's these big, white, gross, gassy puddles of liquidy cum waiting to just blast farts to the ceiling. (laughs) You're asking for it now. (laughs) But, Ryan, what about all the crazy shit that happens at the Bermuda Triangle? Oh, you mean like a translucent pyramid at the bottom of the sea? What? Maybe a submerged alien craft or maybe a temple for reptilian prayer. Or what if? It's Atlantis. What if? Exactly. The super advanced supposed pre-society that mysteriously disappeared. I mean, this triangle houses the deepest part of the Atlantic, rushing into depths of five miles down into the Puerto Rican Trench which is also the deepest part of the Atlantic Ocean. Hmm. The only way the bottom can the the bottom can be seen, I'm sorry, cane, if I added an e like a goof. Okay, the only way the bottom can be seen because of the pressure of the depths is through sonar. They have however been able to bring pieces of the bottom back and it shows volcanic rock, which is not good. And judging by the way tsunamis and earthquakes tend to frequent the area, it makes sense that this is such a powerful oceanic force. So, but Ryan, what about all the crazy shit I hear about the Bermuda Triangle? All right, so aliens and time travel. Oh, boy. There's another school of thought regarding the disappearance of people along with their craft. It is thought that they are trapped in between time dimensions. Ooh, what does this mean? Andrew Basagio, you and your Project Pegasus, you had to make a portal, but maybe you just needed to find one of these vile vortices. Just saying. The Ring of Triangle is one of two portals used by our human-like aliens to travel from their planet to ours. The Bermuda Triangle is not actually a triangle. When it is in phase, it is constantly in motion. is intensity between one to two and a half mile wide. The disappearance occur when caught in the center of within The first two outward radiating rings. The occurrence takes place 25 times a year and lasts for 28 minutes for the Bermuda Triangle. The Pacific Triangle Mm -hmm. takes place only three times a year. The Bermuda and the Pacific Triangles are linked to other triangles that exist throughout the universe. The human-like aliens technology enable them to use time compression, solar power, and the ability to reduce friction for traveling across vast distances. It takes them approximately 24 hours to travel from their planet to Earth. These time holes can be described as an accordion in motion. When the time hole is compressed, the craft enters one end. And when the time hole expands itself, the craft is at the opposite, exiting one time hole and entering another. The human-like aliens know exactly which time hole is compressed at any given time. So the triangular triangle is basically like the metro. Hmm. Oh, well,
4: or it's That's like, handy.
0: It's like a subway for aliens. So, before we take a break, you guys ever hear about Amelia Earhart?
1: <gasps>
0: yeah, yeah I, know, I know the name. Well, she was she flew planes.
1: Not Amelia that Earhart.
0: <laughs> she was the first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean solo. Then, in 1937, she attempted to become the first woman to make a solo flight around the world. Played by Kate Blanchett in the movie, Amelia Herrera. Sure. Why not? She plays everybody. She played fucking Bob Dylan, so she's awesome. While flying <laughs> over the Pacific Ocean, Earhart radioed that she was running low on fuel and could not see the landing strip. Her plane went down, but neither Earhart nor the plane were ever found. What happened to Earhart remains a mystery to this day. Some people mistakenly believe, or maybe truthfully believe stupid article that Amelia Earhart disappeared in what is known as the Bermuda Triangle an area of the Atlantic Ocean approximately outlined by drawing a triangle between Florida Bermuda and Puerto Rico
2: was she also the first woman to crash a plane I don't know (laughs) I'm gonna tread lightly here
3: yeah yeah no kidding be careful
0: Over the years, ships and planes have disappeared while crossing through that area. One of the most famous disappearances happened in 1945, which we covered with the Flight 19 Navy guys. So, let's take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you about a cryptid that actually lies in the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. Yes! Oh! bathing suits are half off of Friday. I'm gonna do my whole summer shopping today. Oh, smart shopper! Oh my god, where's the car? I swear it was here, in 2B. I thought you said it was 1B.
4: No, it could have been
0: D. Well, are you sure that it was B? Which one? Don't confuse me! Just hurry up and find the car! I swear it was right here, 2B! Well, it's not here. Get pretty hungry. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Oh my god! <sighs> Assistance, gentlemen. Oh gosh. Yes, yes, uh, we parked our car here in 2B, but we can't find it. 2B? Mm-hmm. Oh no. That's the Bermuda parking triangle. That's terrible. How am I supposed to get us home? Some say it leads to another dimension. Oh my gosh, what was this
2: place built on? Like a Native American burial ground or something? Yes, precisely. Oh my
0: god, this, this can't be happening.
2: Why is this happening? Oh my God! I swear we parked right here
1: to b Last guy lost BMW here. Caught for six months. Yeah, it was found on the roof level,
0: covered in slime. No. Yeah, the worst part was, he was still making payments on it. It was on He oh. still had full insurance coverage, <laughs> which is pricey. Sometimes I know <laughs> this is not <can't> to be happening. <laughs> I too was once a shopper, a frolicker.
1: Now I work here because I lost my car because I forgot where I parked it. Now the demons and the spirits have now. Penelope. <sighs> I had her since I was nineteen. Yo. Okay. Look, there it is. Uh, never mind.
0: And we're back. Nobody parked in the Bermuda parking triangle, did you? I don't think so. Um, are safe? Okay. Good. All right, guys. I I allured to allured a, allured alluded. <laughs> Come on, I make up my own words. Larry. You do. We've been doing
2: this for... Your mouth is a, is a triangle of lost words.
1: <laughs> it's a triangle of love. Oh, I oh, did not know my. that. Yeah, well,
0: you will never find out. So anyway, cryptids. <laughs> I brought up cryptids during the last segment. Mm-hmm. So we need to talk about a cryptid that lies in the Bermuda Triangle. In the Bahamas, there are local legends of sea monsters and beasts under sea. If you look at the water in spots, there are whirlpools that come up and are said to be able to pull people down into the depths. Like the blue holes, these gigantic underwater cavities extending hundreds of feet under sea level. They say they have creatures living in them, or that the deep recesses of a volcano is releasing some pressure a la gas. Or maybe it's... Luska! Whoa! Inhaling or exhaling the Lusca is a name given to a sea monster reported from the Caribbean it has been suggested by cryptozoologists that the Lusca is a gigantic octopus ooh famous in Japan far larger than <laughs> and at Red no- Wings games far larger than the known giant octopuses of the genius Entro Octopus that's the scientific thing Many reports of the creature are from the blue holes off Andros, an island in the Bahamas. The St. Augustine monster, an example of a globester? We'll look up that later. What, which washed up in ni- uh, not 19, 1896 on the Florida coast, is considered one of the better candidates for a possible Lusca specimen. Recent evidence suggests that the St. Augustine monster, like many globsters, was simply a large mass of decomposing. Pose tissue from a sperm whale. Scientists dismissed the Luska at, as at most a large example of a giant squid. On January 18th, 2011, the body of what appeared to witness to be a giant octopus washed ashore Octopus? On, octopus washed ashore on the Grand Bahama Island in the Bahamas. According to eyewitness reports, the remains seem to represent only a portion of the head and mouth hmm. parts of the original creature. Mm-hmm. Based on their knowledge of octopus morphology, local fishermen estimated the total size of the creature when living to be some of 20 to 30 feet long. Jeez. The Lusca is said to grow over 75 feet long, though, or even 200 feet long. Wow. However, there are no proven cases of other octopus species growing up to even half these lengths. To attack properly on the surface, the octopus would have to have one tentacle on the seafloor to balance itself. This would mean that such accounts, if real, would have to take place in relatively shallow water. Other descriptions also mention that it can change color, a characteristic Hmm. commonly found in smaller octopuses. The supposed habitat is, (laughs) is rugged underwater terrain. Large undersea caves, the edge of the continental shelf, or Mm. other areas where large crustaceans are found, which is supposedly what they feed on. Although the general identification of the Luska is with the colossal octopus, it has also been described as either a multi-headed monster, a dragon-like creature, or some kind of evil spirit.
4: Mm. So, that's a little
0: it's a little information about the Luska. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought it was a little fascinating. It was it, it was mentioned in the documentary, the National Geographic, Drain the Bermuda Triangle. I promised to drain the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> drain get the triangle get, too. Get, no, we don't. This isn't a politics show. Get out of here.
2: This is a very, very this, this is a fantastic triangle we have here.
0: Okay, you can the stay best. if you're going to say nice things. <laughs> so anyway, that's the triangle, ladies and gentlemen. I've given you some info. Um, There's also a few different accounts, uh, people flying into green fogs, the electromagnetic fog, and traveling distances, where in three minutes they traveled the length of 30 minutes of travel, which have set them off like 100 miles ahead. So like I said, with the Andrew Basagio portals, you have an almost natural electromagnetic portal that could time travel. Or maybe it's a place where alien like grays come down. Ooh, you are in a time traveling. Now we're going to core out your asshole. Whoa. Hey, hey you you're core, core it out like an apple. I'm just saying. Maybe they come down and that's when they, they intercept you. I don't know. I know the grays are under the draconian reptilian management. And uh, <laughs> that's just what I know. So, anyway, that's a little bit about what I know. But I think it is time for us to get a few answers. And debuting today, we got Miss April giving us a few of those Yahoo answers we crave.
3: <laughs> All right. So I did some digging on Yahoo answers and I found some some interesting uh, answers for you guys. Uh, the question that I looked up was, what do you think is at the bottom of... Or, you know, what do you think is inside the Bermuda Triangle? (laughs) Uh, This post from Anonymous. There is a huge time machine which was built on Atlantis. It is almost like a huge park with a temple. People has any possible technology on Atlantis. (laughs) So they made that huge, powerful time machine. When Atlantis went down the oceans the machine continued to work and those who come close enough are projected in the future around 4,000 years.
2: Is that you, Ryan? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> in a time where humanity has achieved peace and brotherhood, people could come back to now, but they do not want to. They feel so good in the future. And uh, let's see. I have another... I,
0: I, I have to appreciate the language of yeah, the response. So eloquent. Yeah. Right.
3: I thought so. Uh, this person, uh, the king of shock and awe responded, frankly, I'm more concerned with the Bush triangle.
2: (laughs) That could be taken a couple ways.
3: Right. Uh, rain city 17 responded. Hamburgers eat people. Nuclear weapons launch themselves. There are no Starbucks. Shoes (gasps) are worn on hands and gloves on feet. Land is the sky and water is what people walk on. It's a crazy place. I
2: have seen those foot
0: gloves shoes before. Um, Those are the ugliest fucking things I've ever seen. They
3: don't look comfortable at all.
0: But everybody's like, God intended us to walk on our bare feet. Ergonomics. Well, I don't want to bring God into it, but I'm just saying. Right. They have this self-righteous attitude like my my calluses of my toes have never slept better ever since I had these gloves (laughs) on my feet. Ooh, I'm gonna run. Hey, wanna smell my glove feet? Oh, it smells like salamanders. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, What?
3: Oh my. Just saying.
2: Now I gotta go Uh, sniff a salamander (laughs) just to know what that is.
3: Right. Uh, another one from Just Honest. Okay.
0: I wrote, think this is going to be an honest answer. No fire here. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: the truth is That's my, that my, they are getting close to Smurf Island. Smurf <laughs> Island. The Smurfs have been building a sizable military <laughs> for their invasion of France. We're going to oh. smurf
2: the Smurf out of them with our Smurfs. <laughs> we
3: in the Western Hemisphere are weary. We have a semi automatic Smurf. And now Smurf Island is hostile neighbors. Fucking Gargamel. Right. Uh, This one is my personal favorite Uh, What is hidden under Bermuda Triangle And asked by Paranormal Phenomena And uh (laughs) Obi-Wan Knievel Responded The clitoris And the much (laughs) misrepresented G-spot Those locations are only hidden, however, from those who are unwilling to explore for themselves. Both are hidden within the mysterious and legendary regions of the human vulva, Mm. aka the real Bermuda Triangle. And both contain immense powers that no mortal man can ever hope to
0: control. So we
2: know Larry will never find the Bermuda Triangle.
0: (laughs) All right, nerds. You're presented with a vagina. Mm, uh Look about an inch north. There it is. It's the man in the boat. Maybe it's a centimeter. Just run your fingers over the.
1: Larry, (laughs) what are you doing in my belly button? (laughs) That doesn't get anybody hypercharged. Just don't go too far south. You'll hit muddy waters.
2: Oh. Tank that the truth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's. Those are your Yahoo answers. (laughs) Nice. I like April handling that. That's fun. Now, Josh, this is your thing. But I'm a thirsty man. So can you give me a little bit of pop culture? It's time for the Pop Culture Minute Josh. Sonic, Sonic Boom! boom.
4: <laughs>
0: Gross.
1: Beautifully done. I got something else we could add to that. No, not this episode. Ugh. So there's a few yeah. things here uh, Several books have been written about it uh, Did you guys know Did you guys ever listen to the Peter Green Fleetwood Mac No no. Do you guys no. have any idea what I'm talking I about I know no.
2: Fleetwood Mac is They make those, uh, those double make burgers you
0: cry, Make you break Shatter your illusions of love and do know how to pick up the
4: pieces and go home.
0: Gold Dust Woman.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, actually, Beautifully done, Ryan. Very nice. Mm, it was something. Well, real small history thing here. He's a here.
2: musician, people.
1: <laughs> Peter Green was actually the original singer and guitar player for Fleetwood Mac. They did nine records. With him, and this was before Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, okay. So back then, they were definitely more blues rock band. Well, on their 1974 release, the last one before the lineup change, they, uh, they had a song called Bermuda Triangle. So uh, Barry Manilow also tackled a song of that name. Yes.
0: My mom's a big fan of. Uh, Barry Manilow, and when he came out as gay, I sent the article straight to my mom. <laughs> it's not true. It's impossible.
2: Yeah, really. Listen to those lyrics. Everybody knew. Yep. You yeah.
1: Know. If you if you seriously didn't know that, there's yeah, no hope for humanity. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, a couple buckets. <laughs> that was an outtake. There's a couple different games. Uh, Milton Bradley actually made a board game for the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> Oddly enough, all the pieces were always lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Marty, get on it, Marty. Marty, get on that Bermuda. Marty triangle. Marty doesn't, listen to, doesn't listen to this. He says he does. Oh,
2: okay. Oh. Hey. Hi, hey, Marty. Marty. Hi, Marty. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Marty. That's how you call him like Batman? Yep. Yeah,
1: you know, some heroes don't wear capes.
2: Nope. Some wear bibs. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's actually there is one video game for the Atari 2600 oh boy E.T. yeah the Bermuda Triangle is the name of it. it came out and it was made by Data Age and was made in 1982 so April you were not here
3: I was not here neither were you
1: I was I was like
0: ah, I just pooped my diaper <laughs>
1: Uh, it's been tackled by even such as Scooby Doo, Wonder Woman, but I, f- I feel like the uh, most obvious thing that obviously. any of us could say obviously oh, obviously um Lost yeah oh I mean that's essentially the yeah the plane <laughs> crashes mm-hmm. they're on an island which a lot
0: there's a, actually there was a guy that. Um, had a Bermuda Triangle experience where he actually flew to a magic island that appeared when he went through the green electromagnetic fog. And when he went through that fog, he found an island and actually met a woman, a buxom woman, Ooh. and they had uh, many of fun fondling. And this was a Navy pilot who had family back home. <laughs> But, yeah, he still tried to go on and, like, make things happen. And then I guess the society killed his wife. And then somebody swooped down and said, oh, you have to go home. And then he was like, what? And then he had to go home.
3: Wow. I'll yeah. Have that's, that's some story. of what he's
0: having. Well, I think it's it's part of, like, some delusional Navy dudes. Like, this is what I wish would have happened. And, mm-hmm. then... and that's the life story of Ryan. No, it's not the life story of Ryan. <laughs> So, and then, Lost is a great example of, of a kind of Bermuda Triangle story. I loved Lost.
1: And I also would say, and maybe you might disagree, but I remember in Gilligan's Island. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Their instruments went a little crazy and then they crashed and then they're now on this island. So, yeah, that's, I would say that the especially Lost is the big one. Bermuda, I would it to. Bermuda
0: is actually on the top of a mountain. Like most of those islands. Yeah,
1: you are lightning fast. Thank you. Come on, sing it. I only know like this. Professor 2. Okay. And get again. And his, his
2: gay lover too. Oh. The
3: millionaire. And, and, his, and his wife. And yep.
2: his girlfriend. A <laughs> movie
1: star, Mistress.
0: Professor Anne, Mary Anne here on Gilligan's eye. Thank you. Dumped man. in that was-
1: syrup. What? In- what? 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 Okay. So that's
0: it. <laughs> right on. We're out of pop culture. Yep. Mm. We don't have a quiz because there's no quizzes you can really do. Not really. The- what? what are you going to do? I wasn't going to force one. Don't
2: force it. No, never force never. it. Never, never force, force it. it through the triangle.
1: Yeah, always loop <laughs> Which means it's time for a verdict, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Oh. Alright. So the Don't question is this. Do we think there is actually something of Do we think that maybe the Bermuda Triangle is as mystical as people say it is? Do we think it do we think it's just a spot that somehow people just anonymously crash their ships into reefs or fly their planes off because they're just too busy texting their wife and they're like I'm gonna sext you baby and then they're like oh shit I can't oh oh I didn't set the coordinates right do we think it's actually as magical as as it's said to be what do you think Josh
1: my verdict on this is we gotta look at the, the area that it's in it's near the equator and i feel like there is a lot of stuff happening in that area there's these magnetic clouds and i feel like there's a lot of scientific stuff that's happening and that's it's throwing the instruments off and because it's throwing them off i think the pilots of whether it's a ship or a plane i think i feel like if you're in that position you would start freaking out you would lose your composure and before you know it, you're hitting Ariel, and you're having an accident, and...
0: I want to be with the people. Are.
1: <laughs> so... Now I'm under the sea. I, I would like to think that there is something else to it, because it is pretty coincidental that a lot of things have happened, but that's, that's kind of my thing right now. I feel like it's magnetic fields, and... Maybe some other stuff in the area that's just throwing these people off, and that's why they're all crashing and dying. Okay, April.
3: Um, boy, I don't know. I think the likelihood that there's some kind of magnetic field that's messing with compasses and that type of thing is is likely. But do I think that they're going into some like vortex and disappearing? No, I think um, you have to look at the frequency that that area is traveled. I mean. There are a lot of accidents on the highway too But that's because there are so many cars That drive on the highway You know if that area is frequented by ships And by planes Mm -hmm. The higher likelihood There's going to be an accident Um, As far as the disappearance though um, You know I'm not really sure
0: I like it Larry
2: Yeah, I think electromagnetic Seems to make the most sense We've seen proof of it Uh, Mm -hmm. Wow who's that Good for you Josh (laughs) That's um, Aaron. Yes. Heron. <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. Uh, so I think it is mag- oh, that, and I think the reefs would have a lot to do with it, too. Mm. That makes a lot... I mean, there's just so much things that make sense scientifically.
0: I wanted to throw out a few things that I thought that you guys would pick up on right away as far as, like, natural reasons mm-hmm. why that would happen. Um, my theory, honestly, is that there is a vortex there. Um I don't know if it has to do with the like magnetic radiance of that area. I, I the 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 research that they had, I mean here's the thing. If they researched it and they're like, oh, pff, that's why it's so crazy. <laughs> there's <laughs> it's so deep and and like there's a volcano there and it's like shooting an exhaust fumes up. <laughs> That's why it's go. They're not gonna do that Because They make more money Making the conspiracy mm-hmm. And the theory And the whole Oh I'm sh- sure there's Shabam bam Wow wow Gift go shops on. full of Yeah right Right You can get a I survived the
1: Bermuda Triangle yep. <laughs> Yeah
0: You can get The cryptid Like octopus Mega octopus I'm sure Snow globe Bermuda. Yeah Oh yeah Oh yeah
1: Spoons. Here,
0: put
3: a. The put Luska a stuffed animal. Here,
0: little girl, put these tentacles on your head. Ooh, look, <laughs> oh, look. There's the cryptid right here. That'll be $37. You're in a Japanese bootcock, All right, on? now put on Western clothes. We'll make an old timey photo. What's the,
2: <laughs> the dumbest gift shop thing you've ever bought?
0: Oh, boy. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ. Uh, probably wow, probably... you bought Jesus Christ?
0: No. Oh. I didn't know he
1: was for purchase. I always thought mm, he was free to accept. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, he is never for purchase, He's, not in my America. I gotta find him. Because
2: he's uh, lost. Apparently, bad with
1: directions. Yeah, <laughs> my I think mine was this this necklace I bought when we were at some uh, waterfall up in northern Michigan. Tequaminen? It may oh. have been Tequamenen. I love that place. And by the way. there was a gift shop, and there was this like little uh, necklace. It was a, a supposedly a little piece of copper that was carved kind of in the shape of Michigan. Like, but it was really rough. But <laughs> I was like, I think we paid like 10 bucks for it.
3: Nice. Uh, my personal favorite was uh, I was up north, I think in, at Mackinac uh, with my parents when I was younger. And I got a... Pl- <laughs> God. I got a plastic uh, hat... It was like it was literally it was a like a visor mm. made of plastic and it had a hole in the visor and a little fan <laughs> with a battery so you could turn it on and it would blow cool air on Ooh, your face.
0: Actually, sounds kind of nice. Did you spend the rest of your days at a horse track like betting on <laughs> horses? I
3: should have.
0: Don't worry, he's going. He's a motor.
2: <laughs> uh Gosh, dumbest gift shop purpose that I bought uh probably spoons. Yeah. I would always buy the spoons for my grandmother. She like she collected spoons, mm. so but I think she had like real nice spoons and I was oh, just yeah. buying these crappy
0: gift shop <laughs> spoons. <laughs> One of those dumb pennies that you press. Oh
2: yes. I
3: mm. have a whole like expando folder of pressed pennies.
0: Don't press your pennies, ladies nope. and gentlemen. And uh pressure me. What
2: press your meat? Oh, okay, when you're grilling, <laughs>
0: press your meat Ooh. with your feet. Okay, That's it's cool. a treat. It's like it's like meat wine because you could end up in like Cirque du Soleil or something if you can actually do <laughs> Blue that. Man Group. Wait, wait, never mind. You trying to fart? No, I was going to try and press my it. meat with my feet. No, <laughs> we don't, not on this episode. No, no, no. So maybe no. when Freeze we out. hit three digits episodes, maybe, but but not today. No. So, ladies and gentlemen. I believed in it i I think it's a crazy vortex i i I'm with it i i agree I, i'm hip. and I'm saying you know maybe why not i'm gonna i'm gonna throw my dice and say why not yes yes okay i'm gonna say yes yes, yes. and uh yes. don't press yes. your pennies so ladies and gentlemen, panties. we don't Me have a musical. we're gonna round this out with a little bit of plugs Mm-mm. stick around for these because I tell you what. There might be a show that you really like that we're about to talk about here. So, first and foremost, Josh, where are you when you're not here?
1: On all the podcasts. But, uh, uh, I am the host on Stiff Joystick Podcast, though, and that's a video game podcast, and you can find that on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud.
3: And if you like wrestling history, be sure to join us at the Potty Slam podcast. We are on Facebook and Twitter and Potomatic.
2: And if you like baseball history, you can check me and Marty out on the Eva's podcast, net.
0: Marty, that's a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's one of my best friends, actually. Uh-huh. He's a good Just brother. like you guys.
4: Aww. Aww.
3: Group
0: hug. Mm. Uh-huh. Josh, Whoa. don't play me another one of your sound files. All right. If you want to check out if you want to check out our show, Conspiracy Therapy Show at gmail.com is where you would email us if you want to send us a, a suggestion or maybe you want to ask a question for one of your fine hosts, myself or one of these great co-hosts who bring it every week. Also, if you want to hit us up on Facebook, like us on Facebook, please. And also, when every episode drops, it's on Conspiracy T Show on Twitter and if you really want to know everything about this network, Beer City Media on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter mm-hmm. and everything that we do comes out from there. So does anybody have anything they want to add before we end this episode? A little, little throw out? A little thing? A little, little doodad? No? No? Maybe no. no, no. we can just wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody's ready for bed. It's been a long yep. day. April? How you doing?
3: good i'm tired
0: okay (laughs) that's my measurement if april's tired then it's time to shut it down yep i'm kicking
3: you assholes out of my house
4: (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right we'll see you next week on another episode of conspiracy therapy podcast goodbye
4: to see
1: by the presentation of Beer City Media.